Friends, grace and peace to you in Jesus' name. Growing up, my mom worked full-time at church, which meant that every year on Christmas Eve, we spent all day at church. And so it was a rare treat that one year in high school, we got to sneak away between the first and last services that Christmas Eve and go take in a movie as a family. We came home from seeing Dances with Wolves, a very long film, by the way, And our driveway had become a sheet of ice that flowed out into the street. A pipe had burst, flooding the first floor of our home and into the basement, taking with it our Christmas presents, the meal my mom had in the crock pot waiting for us that night, the floors themselves. We thought about trying to clean some stuff up, but realized that this was a job for professionals, and so we turned off the water, threw some things in an overnight bag, and left to go find something to eat. We ended up at Jack in the Box, where we ate stale hamburgers and cold french fries, the only ones in the restaurant except for the poor schmuck of a high school kid who drew the short straw and had to work on Christmas Eve. We were angry, irritable, crying, sniping at each other more than we usually do on Christmas Eve. Christmas was ruined, and we were really upset. And then somebody, and I don't know who, and I don't know at what, but somebody started to laugh. And then we all started to laugh. And there we were in the the jack-in-the-box on Christmas Eve, just laughing, maniacally, weirdly laughing. It did not feel Christmassy at home that year. But as it turns out, that may have been the most Christmassy of Christmases of all my upbringing, at least according to the story I invite you to imagine this evening, hearing this story, the one around which we have gathered this afternoon, stripped of all of the trappings of Christmas. Peel away all the wrapping paper and the Christmas trees and the sparkly bows and the shining lights and and the dinner with family, all of the stuff that kind of goes around this time of year, the presents and whatnot. Take it all away and just... Just hear the story itself. This story doesn't feel like Christmas. This story is dangerous and dark. This story is lonely and scary. This story is broken. It begins, of course, with the emperor flexing his muscles, moving his people around sending Joseph home. Home to a place Joseph has probably never been. A place that ostensibly he comes from, but it's not home. If he has ever been there, it's clear no one there remembers him, or at the very least, they don't want to. As he and Mary walk through town, whatever second or third cousins might be left around They don't want to recognize Joseph. 
or let him in. Because he brings with him scandal. Scandal embodied in the rapidly dividing cells in the womb of his teenage girlfriend. And so, as you know, they settle in for the night in a barn. Homeless for the evening. And then the contractions start. And the waters begin to flow. Giving birth in those days was a terrifying experience, even in the best of circumstances. But here, she gives birth to her firstborn son, wraps him in whatever cloth is available. And he spends his first night alive on a dirt floor strewn with animal dung. And the only people who seem to care or notice are poor mangy shepherds who they themselves are also outsiders. They too are there to be registered. Registered as numbers, but they're never going to count. No one in this story belongs anywhere. And that is the Christmas story. That's what Christmas feels like. And it turns out, that's really good news. It's really good news that that's what Christmas feels like. Because this is the Christmas story that I know, because I know many of you. It's the story that many of you bring with you this night. It's the story that clings to your clothes this night. You've got your Christmas stories. I've got mine. Here are some of them. Christmas is a friend of mine who earlier this year buried his beloved wife of over 60 years of marriage. And he now lives in a nursing home. It's home, but it sure doesn't feel like home. But really, nowhere will ever feel like home. Not without her. Christmas is a friend of mine who is serving his country in uniform. He's fought in both of our now longest wars in Iraq and Afghanistan, and he's going to be home for Christmas. He's here, which is great. But anymore, most people in this country don't understand what veterans have been through. Military life is so isolated from civilian life that he's home, but nobody really understands or gets what's going on. Despite all our patriotic platitudes about supporting our troops, He's home, but not really. Christmas is a, a friend of mine who just finished his first semester in college. He's a young man. He's coming home, came home last week, and at some point over the winter break, plans to sit his family down and tell them that he's gay. And he's pretty sure it's not going to go very well. And pretty soon, he's not sure if home will ever feel like home again. Christmas is a friend of mine, dear young friend of mine. She was brought to this country as an infant in the arms of her parents, terrified, fleeing poverty and violence in Mexico. This is the only country she's ever known. She's in her 20s. She's graduated from college. 
She registered a few years ago as a dreamer, but she's waiting until March to find out if she actually counts or if she's going to be sent home to a place she's never known as home. Christmas is a friend of mine who found out earlier this year that her husband's been cheating on her for a long time. She comes home from work every day to a house they still share. They haven't figured out what to do next. Doesn't feel like home anymore. Christmas is a friend of mine who's way underwater on his mortgage. They live in their dream home, but he's pretty sure they're going to lose it this coming year. And they're not sure where they're going to move next. Christmas is a friend of mine who, after years of struggling with addiction, fell off the wagon earlier this year, and he fell hard. He's not sure this Christmas if his family will ever find it in their hearts to forgive him, or if this year it's going to stick, or what's going to happen next. Christmas is a friend of mine who earlier this fall, when the Me Too campaign was flashed all over our Facebook news feeds, remembered all of the times that she had suffered abuse and harassment and how she doesn't feel at home in her own skin, that her own body feels alien to her. I could go on and on, but we all have parties to get to. And so could you. And that's the Christmas story. That's the Christmas story, friends. And I don't tell these stories to throw cold water on your joyous holiday celebrations. But only to remember that it is for and among those friends people like you and me, that the Christ child was born. It was for and among those folks, and you and me, broken and beautiful people, huddled travelers, not sure where we fit in all the time, that Jesus came. Born into a very cracked and broken story. But as the fabulous poet and singer-songwriter Leonard Cohen so beautifully says, there's a crack in everything. That's how the light gets in. There is light. There is light in the darkness of this world. And it is shining in the most broken places. And it is there It is there that God has slipped into skin like ours to live and breathe among us so that we, with Mary and Joseph and shepherds and everyone, will find home, real home. If on this Christmas Eve you are feeling fabulous, you got everything put together, You feel totally comfortable in your own skin. You're closing out a great 2017 and you know exactly what's coming in 2018 and you can't wait. It's going to be great. 
if you're feeling at the top of your game, perfectly at place, God bless you. This story is for you too. You have a place in this story too. You get to be the angels and stars that throw a little light on this beautiful and broken crowd. But be cautious. Be slow about it. Because true Christmas joy is not a flash in the pan or a firework in the night sky. It's a flickering flame that has to be held gently and shared tenderly among strangers who become friends, fed at one holy table by the one who has come this night as he comes every single week to bring true and lasting hope so that we might go home. And thanks be to God for that. Amen.